This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast, equipped with the best intro in the business. <laughs> For anybody who's uh, paying attention, that's how you hit a fucking cue. Good timing. It would have been the best if I actually did the intro. Right. I, Was I, it included I, or not limited to out, anybody? Yeah. We No, we asked, we asked well, the I mean, tortoise, I, and I, I just immediately saw his butthole clench. He's well, like, I mean, oh. No, five seconds uh, it, you know, before we go live, Guava's like, you want to do the intro? I'm like, no. Yeah, that asshole puckered <laughs> up real quick. Yeah, I'm 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 a the tortoise likes to prepare. Right, he's not super right? quick on his yeah, feet. Yeah, no, know? we're not we're not out here on the fly. Creatures of habit. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's ready to. Uh, I know exactly what, what I'm going to say what, on the what, podcast. What What are you doing? What do you mean? What 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 are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean? First of all, a you're not the tortoise, so you don't get to be in your shell. B, what are you doing? What do you mean? The drip for today. No, it's not. What What the fuck are you doing? What do you mean? <laughs> Why is your hood up? It's cold. Why not? It is cold. Uh, now it's cold? Now it's cold? Yeah, did you see the weather outside? Turn the fucking AC off, man. I complain Dude, every day about cold. how cold it is in it's, here. It's under 90 degrees in August. That's cold. Yeah, here we are, just rocking the AC. Everybody's in hoodies and sweats. Well, we have to rock the AC. Do we? Yeah. Do we, though? Yeah, probably. Because if, if He's no, bundled up like he's a... And you I, went from Alaska. Right. I, I decided that I wanted to go long pants, maybe some a hoodie today. The sensor button appreciates that. Right. I know. Mm-hmm. I was a little, something almost slipped out yesterday. Yep. It's okay. But, <laughs> no, a little tortoise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you took my job. I want a turtle shell. Peek-a-boo. Turtle head. Uh, but, um, well, how to go seek with the pee-pee. Completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, oh, yeah. If we shut the AC off, uh-huh. I'd be sweating my ass off. Yeah. All right. But that, it is a lot colder over there. I will admit. When I, I sat in that seat, it I'm was quite cold. comfortable yeah. today. I have to be honest. I'm well, quite you're, comfortable. You're, you're kind of bundled up. Landon looks ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. What, what's wrong? Do we need to talk about your date again? No, what's wrong? Is that what it's going to take to get you out of your shell? I'm fine. It's just <laughs> nice. My, I had to wash my hair, so I, I had on. Uh, I don't mind the hat, Landon. That the hat. What's is, wrong with the hood? What, what, you look ridiculous. Oh, it's by like, the way, shout out to Rob and Bonnie. They they were the ones that got me this. Uh, how many times are we going to shout these people out? <laughs> no, because because no because Lan- no because Conrad Conrad. I'm listen, kidding. I every, love Ron and Bonnie. Right, they're the best. <laughs> they're the best. No, because Conrad. Ronnie and Bonnie. Bronny. <laughs> Bronny, if you mentioned will. the other day, and uh, and their uh, names slipped my mind. So I. Just, oh, you know, you're an old tortoise. I am an old. Yeah, I'm like 187 years old. Yeah, I mean, you know, it takes it. it you know what? It just took that amount of time for the thought to actually re enter your brain exactly actually out of spite i want to keep the hoodie on now okay landon you know it's it's, you know he wore that hoodie yesterday it's of course he did same 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 hoodie on this show Hmm? same hoodie on this show yeah yeah of course this kid just has no concept of television it's okay look at him him. maybe he slept here last night maybe but probably not (laughs) hey guys speaking of dates did you guys ever go uh miniature golfing on dates absolutely that That was my go-to yeah Yeah, for sure well you're in luck because it looks like they're gonna spend 50 million dollars what on the Las Vegas Strip for an adult-only miniature golf course. Oh, Berkey Let's is go. so Berkey is going to be oh, so happy. I'm going to grind the app so much harder now. Two uh, stories. I've basically been like completely off of app dating, but I got to tell you, if this can be my go-to first date, mm. things are about to change. Mm-hmm. Just want an excuse to go mini golfing. Yeah, I'm really bad at it too. That's the irony. There's a there's an old vlog. That's good. You know, you let them win, and then right. you know, yeah. Um, well, I let them win. I mean, they're just going to beat your ass. Yeah, you're one, bad of, at it. one of uh, actually, there used to be a mini golf course on uh, Durango and like right near Rhodes Ranch. It closed since, but I went on a first date there with uh, a girl I was dating in 2011, Amina. She was a bodybuilder. She was a bodybuilder? Yeah. Well, she was a bikini competitor. Okay. So oh, that's a little different. Okay. Yeah, a lot less tea. no no anabar for her um Mm. but i took her mini golfing and she was hyper competitive i thought we were gonna like argue by the end but we ended up dating for like a month and a half i was gonna say that sounds like 
someone you'd be attracted to. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time. Someone that will fight you. Uh, total disaster. No, I meant the the, the bikini thing. Mm. Right. <laughs> no, I meant sure. the fight part. Yeah. Uh, the the, all, the ultra competitive part. I think there's think a there's a vlog we did back when we were vlogging in 2016, I think, where way back when a bunch of us went to Tahoe. You might have been with us. We all went to Tahoe. We played Monopoly. It was with like Jana, James, the whole Princeville crew. Mm. And then we went mini golfing. There's I don't think so. Danielle and I bet a lot, like a thousand dollars or something. <laughs> and she laid me three strokes, I think. Um and we got to the eighteenth and she needed to hole in one it. I think I was leading by three strokes going into the eighteenth. Don't tell you fucked this up. And she had to like hole in one and she didn't. She uh she parted or whatever. Uh, so I had like a five stroke lead. No way. And it was the simplest hole. It was like up should, a ramp. Isn't, isn't like the 18th usually the hardest? I don't know how these. No, are. I mean, maybe, but like not this one. It was, yeah. it was up a ramp into a roulette wheel and then it spat it out. And on the other side, no matter where the ball came out, it was never going to be more Just than one stroke. Tap it in. Just tap, tap, give it a little tap, tap it in. Well, the, problem, tap, tap, the, problem, the problem was not the other side mm. of, the, of the hole where you're just tapping it in. No, no, okay, no. No. Six strokes later, my ball had not yet arrived to the other side, oh and boy. I punted it out of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> Your balls was hot. <laughs> I can't. It was like the fucking clown mouth from Happy Gilmore. Mm -hmm. Like every time it got up the ramp, it would just hit a close. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it, clown. <laughs> Laugh it up. Enjoy your night. <laughs> I love that at one point the clown actually spits the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, it's a, what a great... And then he wrestles the alligator. So good. For the hand. Oh, yeah, for Chubb. This one's for Chubb. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Man. <laughs> That's die, exciting clown. news. There's a lot of stuff coming to, to Vegas when it comes to this adult-only kid stuff. What happened to the whole chicken and pickle place? Chicken and pickles being built in Henderson. Is that, um, that's still being built? It's yeah. Not, they didn't shut it down? All right. They didn't shut it down. Uh, it's, it's a very interesting concept to me. It's, it's widely popular, which is shocking to me. Because when somebody presented the idea, they were like, oh, yeah, there's this chicken and pickle idea. And they told me what it was. And it's basically like top golf for pickleball. Yeah. I'm like, that is so stupid. <laughs> Nobody wants to pay some sort of admission fee to go to a social gathering, yes, get do. sweaty as fuck, eat a bunch of food, and then, like, you know, go play this sport. Yeah. But apparently, you play the sport first and then you eat. Well, you do both. You yeah. kind of like just like eat while you wait for games. And yeah. But honestly, it's, I just don't see how it's going to catch on because we have sunset. a lot of pickleball for free. Yeah, we're like yeah, but it's different, right? You're not you're not just going there because you want to play pickleball. Like you're going there for like a night out. What it right? would be it's good for? Right? What it would be great for are beginners, people who are like yeah, like bowling. Right. You don't see good bowlers really show up at the alley very che often outside of leagues. Or Chewy. Is Chewy good? He's very good. How good is very good? Like bowls. I think an average of it. I think 200 to 220. That's good. Yeah. That's really That's good. Really he good. was like, he worked at a bowling alley in high school. Okay. But like, generally it. though, bowling is like one of those. <laughs> so you'll see him there. Generally bowling is like one of those, the best in the group is going to bowl like 140. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I imagine that that's what chicken and pickle looks like, where it's mm -hmm. like, I can play pickleball. I'm really, I played ping pong before. And it's just like mm -hmm. the worst fucking games on the planet. Like people who are good are just going to keep going to sunset for free, I think. But maybe, you know, once in a blue moon, you get a group together. Yeah. You know. It's a good way to introduce people to pickleball that don't really play that much, for sure. Well, it's a good way to profit a tear off of. Well, that it's, as well. Yeah, it's, but it's I mean, weird. like, you, you know, it's just like, like you make top it, golf. You don't, you make you don't see like pro golfers going right. to top golf. It's a lot easier to say, hey, why don't you guys, let's go to pickle and chicken. Is that what it's called? Chicken and pickle. Chicken and pickle. <laughs> and, you know, like. Tortoise and carrots. Yeah. Tortoise <laughs> and carrots. And we'll, you know. We'll have a couple beers. We'll have some chicken. We'll you know, play a game or two, carrots? and it's fun. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, "Wow, this game is really <laughs> fun." And then they made something end up, up and yeah. said tortoise and carrots. Well, chicken and pickle kind of goes together, right? Tortoise and carrots. Tortoise yeah. and lettuce. Was, was that lettuce. They, we like lettuce. Yeah, you like <laughs> lettuce. Tortoise and yeah, carrots. We 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 a lot of greenery. Right. Bro is a bunny. Grazers. Mm -hmm. we, yeah. <laughs> you know, you slow like grazers a, like a head of uh, romaine in front of us. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, that's, wait. that's a week. I mean, why would people go there instead of sunset? all the reasons we just described yes it's more of more of a social event it's, it's an you atmosphere can, you, yeah you, you can, can be amongst you know, your pickling yeah you can uh, have, a, have a drink or two you can it's you a know, vibe you also right. don't need to win to stay on the court you can just rent a court 
That's the idea is you rent courts. Yeah. That's nice. I think well, I think that's the idea. Like you rent Roots. bays at Top Golf. I imagine mm-hmm. it's very similar it's here. Something like the uh how many indoor sports complex are they gonna have? Great question. I'm not sure. I, Seems I really like if, don't know. if you're gonna rent a court, they would have to have a lot of courts. You're asking a lot of I questions. I mean, generally these places usually have like a couple dozen courts. Oh, well that's or maybe sorry, not a couple dozen, like uh, a dozen like twelve twelve yeah. courts. <laughs> I went to a place in Florida which was really nice. It was in Daytona. Uh it had 30 courts i think and you just pay a yearly membership which is really smart mm-hmm. because like basically they don't have free pickleball there yeah so everybody you know pays the the hundred bucks a year or whatever and they just go play it's nice because like half of the courts are covered so you can get out of the sun out of the weather yeah i mean those they look those nice renderings look nice yeah huh? for sure Oh, it's in my backyard. <laughs> That's what soon you wish to your be. My soon I knew to be backyard. that today was a good day for you when you wrote in the chat that you talked to a backyard guy making plans. I talked to backyard bro on the way to the yeah, on the way to it, play. It just had good vibes, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it had good vibes when he's like, "Yeah, I talked to the backyard." I was like, "Oh, he definitely won today." Mm, I see. I, Even though the only time we talked about a hand was the one that you lost. <laughs> right. So you're saying that I gave away my positioning of how today went. You did. With a little enthusiasm. Yeah. Ne- never again. This is why. Well, I, I knew after the fact. Right. Never right, again. Right. You right. said, I talked to backyard guy about plans. So I was like, oh, this is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't bring a backyard guy if it was bad. Well, you know. Probably not. I would have because I need somebody to be there to let backyard, backyard back- bro into measure. <laughs> yeah. The responsibility is still necessary. You uh, pay someone 1500 a month for that. I, I, sent, I sent you some renderings on the... On the chat there, Guap. Oh, somehow only one picture came through. That's mm. not good. Let me see if I can get you some mo. Um, but yeah, this is this is what we we came up with for way way too much money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. There we go. We'll send this one too. So this is uh, <laughs> this this is the the rendering so far. I decided that it's way too costly and not exactly what I want. So now we're trying to get another one to compare it to. This whole process is... Are these, these are new pictures, the ones we haven't seen yet? Or are these the ones you, from... you saw them. Okay, the audience gotcha. hasn't seen them. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, this is, uh, this is the backyard plans? Yeah, this, mm-hmm. this whole process is one in which I don't recommend to anybody. I think that uh, if I could do it all over... Actually, I don't... I don't even know that I'd be happy either way. I was going to say if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't have built my house uh, because like the designing aspect of it is so expensive. Mm-hmm. But when you have a designing aspect of it, you at least get what you want. Is, this, uh, is there a hoop back here so we can finally finish our dunk bed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's there. We finally have someone to practice. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you can't see the little guy. Uh, yep. that's, that's you. He's posting mm-hmm. up. That's you, but he has hair. <laughs> right. Uh, one of you has to dunk before uh, the World Series of 2026. Of... 2029 <laughs> every single year that goes by yeah. more edge goes to me see that's nice what, what are you talking that's nice there yeah right? that looks good what i'm talking mm-hmm. about is you get older and you have a fucked up acl you can't jump i don't have a fucked up acl my acl is completely repaired and fine i mean with every passing minute <laughs> he you know he he jumps a little bit less high you that's know what i said i'm gonna wake up one of these days and i'm just gonna decide that today's the day and you're all fucked. Day, the day for what? The day of it's reckoning. The day of reckoning. That's <laughs> the day right. Of reckoning. It's the day that I'm just going to decide enough's enough. I'm going to unleash my inner athlete mm-hmm. that I've just been repressing for the last 10 years. Yeah. Because I've been worried about, you know, yeah, playing you, this you've stupid You've been selectively game. waiting for this moment. You gave up pro baseball. You gave up your dreams all to yeah, unleash it say, all to dunk a basketball say, one time. I would time. say for your yeah. mental sanity, don't do that because you're, you're not you're not the man you, you once were. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian. He's going to open up. He's like, all right, it's time to be athletic again. <laughs> Oh. I'm gonna bear you all. <laughs> so, why, why is he boy coming at you like that? He's just jealous. I'm just trying to help him out because I know jealous. he's Girl like he's just gonna be you like you are not God the man damn. you used to be. He doesn't know what it's like. Well, to you're half the man. Are we all? Aren't aren't all we? 
Aren't I, I, we? If I could cue that video of me posterizing you in the living room of Bella yeah. Cita right now. Right. That was room? 15 years ago. What, you guys played in like a six foot hoop on a door? And you no, yeah, it. No, 100%. It was, like, it was like an eight foot hoop. It was not eight foot. <laughs> yeah, the ceilings were 10 feet Get, for sure. You're, you're 10 feet. <laughs> he wishes he would dunk that way. The last the last point of the game, Lamana was just like under the hoop trying to do something about it. And this I is, said, this ah, is like, <laughs> this is also like peak me out of shape drinking every day. It was like peak me. Yeah, P90X. I'm in better shape now than I was then. Come on. <laughs> I am. Come on, gray beard. <laughs> Relax a little. Hey, the, the, the gray in my beard has nothing it's to do. It's very distinguished. You want to see someone unleash their inner ass. <laughs> the day of reckoning, yeah. It's going to be him beating your ass. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. no, let's not go so far. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are finally going to have that fight from when you were 12. To, I haven't got to the deadlift section of, uh, of deadlift P90X. Of de de yeah, of, of P90X yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure their version is like, okay, go we're, pick up a pet. No, we're close. We're, we're, <laughs> almost, we're almost ready for uh, P90X 2. Yeah. It's wow. basically yeah. a head, shoulders, knees, mm -hmm. and toes. It's, a, it's like double the workout. I will right? say P90X 1 was the best shape that I ever been in, but looking back on it, I realized well, I gotta do PNX two before I do PNX one. Yeah, that's the it. hardest one. I realized you did that. that you yeah. had it. I was I was shredded. You did the I thing did in some of it. So you did the whole thing in ninety days, like plus diet. You Diligently. just said I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. See if it works. I, I ate chili every single day for ninety days, and <laughs> I woke up every single morning and did P90X. You basically I, seventy five hearted. Yeah, while I grinded online tournaments all day long, I won like a quarter million playing tournaments, and I got in sick shape. But I realized part of that was mostly because I was twenty seven. Yeah. Also, that was right around the last time I dunked a basketball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It go. was clean, though. Well, Ooh. I mean, considering the, like you take HGH, you're kind of like 27 adjacent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 27 <laughs> adjacent? You yeah. know, uh, those adjacent. telomeres are just getting lengthened by the day. You know? Yeah, but maybe you weren't the sugar addict back then. Self-proclaimed one. I, oh, I got pictures from Halloween in Are you kidding me? He's always been a sugar addict. I told him. He, he doesn't not, understand. This is not like something that he developed in his mid-30s. Yeah, what, time, what time does crumble? usually close fuck you <laughs> why is everybody trying to sabotage me at every turn i don't know it'd be it's because you are <laughs> so disciplined that people want it but he's they, not no he's but because but he is but he's not but like you know like it's like yeah ooh, cookies right it's like, like, Landon thinks that discipline and willpower are the same thing right and they have almost no correlation no, between right, one right. another. right all right go on discipline so, is just the programming that you develop where no matter how hard the thing is or no matter how little you want to do it, you are willing to suffer in the short term mm -hmm. in order to get the long term. Willpower is the ability to stave off the demons. Right. And that's what he does not have. Correct. Right. You're saying you are so a man of discipline. He's disciplined because he's not going to go out. He's not going to drive the crumble and bring a bunch of cookies Never. home and then eat them. Never. That's why he's disciplined. But if someone else goes to crumble and brings <laughs> right. them home and sits them in front of him I'm a on his bed, well, he's going to eat every single every one. He's going to be licking the box. That's no, right. But, but here's, here's my you problem. You know why, Lamanna? Why? Because I don't do anything half-assed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's in there full more, baby. Don't don't half-ass two things, whole ass one thing. That's right. There's not going to be a bite no, of crumble and moving on. Here's my uh, issue: if mm. you did 75 hard again, yeah. and somebody brought cookies to the house, I would. You would really, not eat that. I would not. That's but that's my point. But that's my point though. But if they left those cookies unattended, there would be a breaking point. Yeah. It might be an hour. It might be a day. It right. might be a week. Mm -hmm. But there would be a breaking point where those cookies could not be in my eye line for mm -hmm. that long without me breaking. Day 76. Maybe. But if it's say 76, it means it's possible. It's a choice to okay, not have willpower. So it's. Wait. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. Because he's saying, I wouldn't do it. Mm. There's oh, a breaking oh, point. A choice? Landon believes in free will. That's adorable. Aww. I just. <laughs> Aww. You think, that, you think that the cookie monster has consumed your soul? Oh man! You believe that the, someone else is saying, "Oh, like I can't, I can't stop myself from eating this cookie today." I I go back and forth on this concept of, of free will. Get uh, some help. <laughs> get some help, mate. Um, <laughs> take a day off. I I think Sam Harris has a very interesting take on free will yeah. that I used to strongly disagree with, but uh, but now you can eat cookies this way. No, <laughs> no. But there's a lot to say about your hardwiring and the inability to alter it. In what sense, though? In the same way that we're driven to have sex, to sleep, to do all of the other things. Like, there's just programming that goes on in your DNA and in your brain that drives you towards certain things, and you can fight it off to some degree. But your your willpower is very fixed. 
You know, like our free will is debatable. It's debatable whether or not our choices are actually conscious versus, uh, you know, some sort of script that we're all abiding by or simulation theory if you want to go down you that think, path so in your sense you're saying that willpower is a scale just like intelligence you're born with kind of to some degree but I, yeah. the the bigger thing is that like i don't want to live that way man well you just believe you have more control over yourself than you actually do you can control eating cookies or not maybe what do you mean maybe maybe if I if I told you you can never eat another cookie for the rest of your life, do you think you could pull that off? I could do it, but yeah. there's no. What's the incentive? Well, there's a scale because like I don't know. Are you saying that like if, if why do you no, need but incentive? like if you if you if you are like addicted to drugs, right? If you and and someone puts like heroin in front of you, it's like you'd be like, oh, it's just a choice not to do it. It it doesn't work that way, right? Like it's not like oh, I can just choose not to do it because if right, that, it's was, not an on -off that was a choice, then, then there would be no such thing as a drug addict, right? In essence, Sam Harris makes the argument that we don't really have free will because the way the brain synopses work is that by the time we arrive at a decision, uh, the, the brain has like fully fired and already reached the conclusion long before it was conscious thought. So basically everything either happens... So you ate that cookie before you thought about eating the cookie. Everything's either <laughs> autonomous or it happens at the subconscious level where you had no control over it anyway. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting take on it. But where does that get you? Like, what what's your takeaway from that? That, that was my strong debate against. Is that uh, if I, this is true, what does that help unlock for us? It seems like mm -hmm. it just limits us to being gluttonous pigs. Well, yeah. because you, it's not clear where the delineation <laughs> is between what we can and cannot. Yeah, because then you can just say, "Of course, I had sugar. It's in my biology." The the yeah. real reality is then you get that, like diabetes. You eat too much sugar. Well, the real reality is that we can control. <laughs> perhaps to some degree uh every single decision that we make but we have almost no bearing over the outcomes yeah it's like i i have free will because i choose to pick up this phone but did i or maybe i was always going to pick up this phone. right right but what did once again what does this get it, you it depends if you believe the time is linear or not i was a myth time is a myth i've been saying that for years <laughs> so you're saying you can dunk a basketball tomorrow well i don't know no that's that's the point actually right. that's right. actually the the exact point. trust me he's destined to fail at that why <laughs> is that no matter how much i want to will myself to dunk a basketball it's probably outside of my programming at 41 bro right. can't just say he can't do it he has to say it's probably well i mean you it, can't just lay me a thousand to one no because you're gonna try <laughs> okay See, then it's could, probably oh, well, you, if i if i agreed to that would you have subconsciously knew that you're gonna get a thousand to one prior to having this conversation? No, Maybe. it's just I'm not confident that the answer is zero percent. So right. if you lay me a thousand to one, I'm probably stealing from you. Maybe. Maybe. Are you allowed to try Could or are you allowed to not to try? One. What's the difference? Having plyometrics or not. Like doing plyometrics. <laughs> you, you do this when you argue. You just like take things down a road that nobody's talking about. No, you say give me a thousand to one and then you actually like work on a vertical jump. It is possible. Well, you that's what he's saying. He's but saying, I'm saying you, you can't just do it. if it's possible. You can't just do it cold tomorrow. Right. He... I'm saying you cannot actively try to get better at dunking a basketball. You just go out there and you keep dunking. Right, but that's irrelevant to the conversation. What we're saying is that will is not the end-all, be-all driver of accomplishing things. Like, I would, like, me setting out and saying, like, I'm going to be 5% body fat. It very well could be that my genetics would, under no circumstance, allow me to be 5% body fat. So how do you get to the end result of possibility there? Because there are people on earth that are 5% body fat. So because somebody else has done it, does that mean that I have the availability to do it? Or does it mean that I'm limited by the scope of my genetics? Right. Sure. Everybody has a different ceiling, but your ceiling is... But you don't seem to recognize that in any of these regards. You think that everything is just mind over matter and that we all have this ultimate control over outcomes you have mind over matter when it comes to cookies for sure maybe <laughs> you don't know he's not saying he doesn't but he's not saying he does right he's just saying if he right? sees cookies in the living room he's gonna eat them i'm he, just saying he knows, I, he knows from past experience that, <laughs> that, that i know for a fact i will not go buy cookies right but he, i also know for a fact that if they're around i'm more susceptible to eating them. yes i'm the same way i'm mm. like that too like if it's if it's not in front of in front of me i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna go out and and search for it but like if it's there it's so much easier to eat what do you think is more addictive sugar 
or cocaine. <laughs> this is actually. I'm pretty sure that there are studies saying this has actually been tested. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of studies that saying they're equal. I mean, I they light I up the that. same center in your brain. Right. Yeah. The last result was in 2017, and sugar was more. Addictive. Sugar was more addictive. Yeah. Yeah. They they both release a high degree of is it oxytocin. So does that mean everybody is a sugar mm. addict? No. No. Not everybody's a coke addict that does cocaine either. Right. Correct. It so depends on your genetics. Right. Cocaine, that's what I'm saying. Right? Like and some people are more. That's what you don't do understand. Every right. single day for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Some people are, have some more people addicted have had cigarettes and right. you know cannot smoke again. Yeah. Some people have more of addicted. I, I they say they personalities, but that's personality, that's but incorrect. Not, right. I, that's it's why genetics. I stopped. That's why I stopped. Yeah. What I was gonna say because it's not personality. It's it's yeah. It's actually probably the chemical makeup of your brain. The only the only my only counter when it comes to saying genetics is there's a difference between like knowing it's genetics for a fact versus using genetics as cope well like saying i yeah of course i have some willpower over this and like it's not it's not around me or whatever and then saying oh no i'm always just gonna find it because i am addicted there's a difference yeah nobody's taking any of those hard stances mm -hmm. we're just recognizing that genetics exist and that ceilings exist it doesn't mean you shouldn't pursue whatever your personal ceiling is well, that's, that, that's i don't my stop point. trying to get in shape just because i know i can't get the five percent but i think a lot of the times that's the, that is what happens people say oh i am this of course i'm not going like to do this like my ceiling is capped and what, i'm done what's wrong with that it's not about wrong or not but it's like from the sense of saying that like if you somebody can't... Was, if somebody set out to play poker professionally mm -hmm. and you recognize that something about their personality made them too risk averse to pursue this path and that they were capped at being a winning one two player period so the most amount of money they would make yearly would be like 30k but they needed it to rely on bills would you discourage them from pursuing poker no well you should it's not my life well, that's not the point. Well, it is because the point is if someone <laughs> if somebody says if somebody says I want to play poker and play one two and make thirty k. You know, when I give you these for instances, I'm not looking for you to find a way to skirt it into a different argument. I'm just trying to <laughs> demonstrate the point. And when you know you're wrong, you just turn it into a whole different debate. What do you mean? Why would I discourage? Why would I tell someone not to play poker if they want to play poker? It's not. <laughs> that what, wasn't the question. The question is not like you doing like. The question is, if you can demonstrate yeah. somebody's ceiling to them, right. if you can demonstrate their cap... And they say, I want to try to reach should, my cap, I would say, sure, no, go for it. No, no, And they foolishly believe that they can get beyond their cap. That's different. That was the question. Yeah. That is cap. That is cap. <laughs> That's the point. So, like, if somebody, somebody wakes up one day and goes, like, I'm never going to be a stage-ready bodybuilder. I'm just going to, like, you know, stop going to the gym. Okay. Like, you know, that's not the choice I would make, but like, okay, what are we doing here? Who cares? You know, they don't want to pursue well, career well, X or Y because they see that it's limited. Okay. Smart. Efficient. Right? That's what you feel like, about like not taking health and fitness seriously? You, you Is it that smart that and efficient? Well, no, but I mean, I'm just saying that I think humans... Uh, recognize how finite life is and how they can't be good at everything. So people who don't want to invest time and energy into things that they don't care or prioritize, like, yeah, I wouldn't do that personally, but like, you know, more power to you. At least they're not deluded. In what sense? In believing that like they're capable of being superheroes. Like this notion, uh, we were debating in the chat the other day of whether or not everybody's capable of getting to a low percentage of body fat. No, I, we said you. Okay, find me. And I basically said, like, genetically, as a 41-year-old, I probably could never be sub-12. You could probably never be what? Sub-12. Sub and Landon is just, like, adamant that that's just because I eat cookies and don't try. Well, I mean, <laughs> it has to do with your environment, right? Like, if Landon and I just got you and threw you in a room, made you exercise, and just threw you lettuce and some protein for, like, the next two months. If it were that easy... No, Everybody no. that wanted I'm to be. I'm just saying, but you would get under 12%. No, but you're saying, you're, um, let me rephrase. If it were scientifically that easy, everybody that wanted to achieve it would find a way. Why? What if they just think it's too hard? Well, because it, nothing in life is that hard where if you, have the, if you have the goal and the means to reach the goal, you can't attain it. The problem with tr get, trying to get to sub 12 is that the science is incredibly convoluted and it's nowhere near as simple as just doing X, Y, and Z 
over some duration of time. You think right now in your life you're trying as hard as you can to get to 12%. No, but I also know that trying as hard as I can when I have tried as hard as I could in the past and did not get the sub 12. Being in high school doesn't count. Yes, it does. Your T is never higher. Yeah. Like, and your metabolism. Yeah, your metabolism's through the mm -hmm. roof. Your testosterone's in the thousand. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Of course it counts. And I was a little fat shit. <laughs> How many cookies you eat? I, uh, not many. <laughs> Star crunch. I was too poor for cookies, but Star crunch. I ate a lot of crackers. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of crackers. When I was cutting weight for uh, for Pee Wee football, I wasn't allowed to eat. And I remember the coach's advice was. Go home, <laughs> skip, a cup, skip dinner, skip dinner, and do nothing but drink water and eat saltines. So I literally ate like two packages of saltines and a gallon of water. That seems Why like did seems that seems like terrible way, fucking the, the, advice. The exact opposite. So you retain course, all the yeah. water? And yeah. <laughs> like I just ate a bunch of salt <laughs> yeah. and drank a piss right. ton of water. Right. I'm probably a ton of calories too. I'm trying like, to understand why you have to cut weight for football. Yeah, it was <laughs> when you're playing. Well, because you, you can't have like a 12 year old. There's a weight limit. So like in, 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 in peewee football, um, I assume this is still exists. But like there was like. I thought it was just age. No, there's always a weight limit. Bro. So, like... Did you see some of these 12-year-olds? Yeah. Well, hold on. Well, what stops them from doing this for, like, Little League? Baseball? Like, yeah. Well, it's not a contact sport. Yeah, it's not, yeah it doesn't uh, really okay, matter. Right, yeah. So, it's not like you... To give you right. an idea, our weight limit was 128 pounds. When I was 12, I, I was... What's that? Uh, it's like, it's funny that you remember that. But well, because I, I was you, cutting. You, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it's a it's a number, number, Brian. It was 128 <laughs> pounds. I was 12 years old, and I was 5'9". And I came in like right around, I was like 130. I walked at like 130, 132, and I would cut down to 128. When I was 13, I hit my growth spurt. I was six foot tall, and I was 149 pounds. I'm 11 and a half. And they wanted me to cut to 128. <laughs> Yeah, it's not happening. And I was like, I'm playing roller hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the first words out of my mouth were, are you going to throw me the ball? And they're like, you're left tackle. And I'm like, I'm playing roller hockey. <laughs> they knew your ceiling was capped yeah. wide receiver. I was slow. Uh, hey, I, I admittedly was very slow. Uh, our Henderson Little League team actually did pretty good. I don't know if they're still They got or not. spanked in the first round. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. uh, Little League. They got World spanked Series? by Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Tennessee's pretty good. They were like the first uh, team out of Nevada to. Well, there's in, a in simple a while. reason for that. It was like second, first or second, yeah. Yeah, the reason for that, though, is because club ball is so fucking huge now. Mm. So all the talent leaves right. the Little League system. Right. Uh, I'm shocked that like any West Coast teams really. Or even southern teams. Like, that's why you see a lot of the Jersey teams, Pennsylvania teams. Mm. That's why... This is all they have. Yeah, that's why they're perennial powerhouses. Is because we don't have year-long baseball up there. But, like, we work out with three kids that are under the age of 15 that have already signed D1 uh, commitments for baseball. Under 15? Yeah. They're 14 years old. They've signed D1 commitments? Uh, one might have just turned 15, but yeah. They, they have to all be pitchers. All, no, none of them are. Really? None of them are. I just assume no. they were pitchers that threw like 90 already. No, no. <laughs> one of the kids got signed to Tennessee as a pitcher. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I know one is at Miami. One's in Miami. That's not a pitcher, yeah. Yeah, Tennessee, and then I can't remember the other place. But all three of them signed verbal D1 commitments already in like ninth grade, These eighth grade, whatever. Yeah. Mm. And it's like they've been playing clubs since they were six. Yeah. So they play, you know, 100 games a year. Right. Where like I played 100 games from nine to 18. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Nah, I played more than that, but not, not much more. Right. Little League was like, I think Little League was a 21-game schedule. High school was like a 21-game schedule plus playoffs. Mm -hmm. And then you'd play fall ball or Legion. So, yeah, I probably played on average like, I don't know, 45, 50 games a year. Little League seems fun, They're probably though. playing like with tournaments and shit. They're probably playing close to 200. Say Little League seems fun. It seems fun. Like, imagine you never played like, Little League? Like you're 12, well, no, because like if you're 12, 13, and like you're really good and you play club ball, like you can't play Little League as well. How does it work? You played club ball? I did not. I played uh, one year. I played baseball, yeah. And then someone hit me in the back, and I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was scared of the ball, too, until I turned 12 yeah. when I hit that growth spurt. I wasn't 12. Mm -hmm. I was younger than that. You remember my 11-year-old year when mm -hmm. I bunted every time I got up to the plate? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally, I had to bunt 100% of my bats when I was 11. I hit him like, what the fuck am I doing? Why and am I, I was why am I so playing this? scared of the ball. It was really smart. It it got me to not be afraid of the ball. But yeah. I came out when I was 12 and I was just fucking dropping bombs. Why? Because yeah. you, you just got closer to it when you were trying to bunt. So well, when you, you bunt, you square up. Like, you literally turn your chest to the pitcher. Yeah, you're basically <laughs> saying, like, hit me. And remember, these are, like, kids throwing, so they're not, you know... The most the accurate. accuracy is not, yeah, not there, yeah. so... Yeah, but, you know, the following year we came in, I took Gumby Yard. Mm. A little oppo shot. Yep. Gumby. Mm -hmm. 
You just throwing gas, man. You don't even know. Um, it's pouring. It is I know. Cats and dogs. I, know you can, I, I don't know if they can hear that on the through the through the stream. And this is just the beginning, right? That's, yeah. Apparently, we're we're this is just like yeah, a little remnants. So, it, like, first of all, what what? By gives? the way, nice backyard. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, chicken and pickle. You can find tortoise it only at my place. Uh, yeah. We're, yeah. We're actually going to name it the Tortoise and Lettuce Court. Yes. <laughs> Come get your refreshments. Um, yeah, TNL. Why is this not called a, a typhoon? They're calling it Hurricane Hilly. I noticed that. I noticed that today because I, I flipped on the Weather Channel this morning for the first time <laughs> maybe ever. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you don't need to know what the weather's going to be like in Vegas. It's hot and dry. But, uh, yeah, and they were calling it it's Hurricane Hillary. H yeah. squared. Yeah. But I don't... Oh, man, the red-pilled people are fucking eating <laughs> this up. Oh, my God. I saw There's so many, so many memes, memes with yeah. Hillary's face yeah, on it. Just, just spin, incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe, honestly, I, I don't, now, now I'm in the, you know, I'm in uncharted waters, no pun intended, but I think that like when the, you can uh, the pun. when, when the, the, uh, storm is moving, I guess, inland. West. Yeah. Or like, it's like moving towards, towards the, towards Asia. Okay. Right. So it's like, I think maybe that's when it's a, um, typhoon. I, I don't know for sure. But, I um, really, I know that there's a difference between a typhoon and a tsunami, uh, and I don't remember what the difference is. A tsunami it's, is a wave. No, I know, but it's it's obviously it's caused by like a tornado over uh, the no, ocean. No, no, a tsunami is caused by an earthquake. Oh yeah, you right? might be so right. So earthquake underneath, and then it, it causes the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the giant wave like we saw in. Um, You're right. Maybe I'm yeah, thinking of something. Else. Maybe I was thinking of the difference between uh, a hurricane and a typhoon, but cyclone. Or, eh, who knows? Anyway. Uh, I was disappointed to see they weren't calling it a typhoon. I know. Because I, I thought you really nailed that one. Yeah. Have you guys seen the flood channels where there's like communities of people that live here in town? This in happens those, every year. In those long tunnels yeah. underneath the whatever? Yeah. They, uh, there was like a documentary done, I believe it was on YouTube. Um, it might have been, it might have been the Great White Underbelly channel. Um, I can't recall. But basically they did a, a, a short doc on what they call tunnel people mm -hmm. so it's like homeless people who take refuge in the in the tunnels here in the wash tunnels and they get very dangerous whenever we get any level of rain because right. you know this whole city is just concrete it's 110 degrees so the water doesn't absorb at all right and we don't have any drainage well, guapo we just find we just have uh oh wow look guapo. at you guap uh yeah we just have these like wash tunnels mm -hmm. and they basically turn into you know large rivers right I, uh, now I, I heard rumors that like people die annually all the time based off of this but like it's not like i don't know man because like they threaten or sorry they don't threaten you but they warn you when you go hiking at like red rock and stuff like that if there's any inclement weather uh to be very very careful because flash floods just occur at the drop of a hat where you know it might not even be raining where you're at you know, it's tough to it's tough to take these warnings seriously. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we got one today. Can we we all it? got one. Well, yeah, everyone in Vegas got one. So if you're at, this is this is unreal. Okay, so this is this is the it was you know it was raining this afternoon. It wasn't like ridiculous, but we got an emergency warning that said National Weather Service a flash flood warning is in effect for this area until 7 p.m. This is a dangerous and life-threatening situation. Do not attempt to travel unless you are fleeing an area subject to flooding or under an evacuation order. Fear. <laughs> FUFC. Mean, Fear evacuation FC. order? I mean... Like, I mean, I, I get it, but like, like honestly, though, like, I think on Sunday, it's going to be pretty bad because I think it's, it's literally going to rain all day. It's going to so, like, rain. You probably should just stay home because there are going to be flash floods everywhere. But like this was like, do not leave Man. your house. This would be a like, really good time to have like a plug to play tournaments on yeah. a Sunday, like a real good ad read spot. Right. But we don't yeah. have one. I oh. am. I am. I'm actually. I was gonna go play the uh, the Orleans, Orleans Daily. But well, we you know do what? have I'm a reminder that a circuit event. we do have a reminder that we have an academy coming up September first to the third. Right. Uh, if you're interested in that, you can head to academy.software.io, and that's mm -hmm. you know that, that's just a very organic plug. Uh, I I was supposed to ask you about your cruise. Yeah, it was great. Oh well, okay. There a was. Caribbean cruise. Yeah. 
<laughs> we didn't go to Sandals, Jamaica. Oh, Where man. did you guys go? Uh, Key West, and then Bimini, and then back. It was a four-night cruise. And I got you to never stepped foot off the boat? I did not, no. I'm not really a traveler. I'm more of a sunburner. You do so burn in the sun. I burn right? very fast. So you, My mom did. She went off. She went to Key West. Yeah. and then uh, You could have wore that hoodie, and you'd have been fine. Yeah. It would have been, so, been sweating. Well, this is a what, poker cruise. Yeah, what was right? this cruise? This is a poker cruise? It was a WPT. Or sorry, it was a Virgin Voyages cruise. Um, and WPT has a poker room on the ship. It's okay. like the first cool. cruise ship that has a designated poker room area. Okay. Like on other cruise ships, if you wanted to maybe play uh, No Limit or PLO or something, it was kind of up in the air. And maybe they had a table and like a dealer on standby. But on this ship, they have like daily training seminars and if you're interested in poker you go and it's free mm-hmm. and then like they have some smaller buying stuff and they're trying where well, they're going to run a tournament next year in april march which, 31st to april 6th yeah and we have some very special news for the listeners breaking news no don't not do that. so don't breaking do that. news don't do that don't do that um <laughs> i don't know i don't know when yet It'll be to, to be determined, but pay attention and, and watch our channels. Watch uh, the documentary, too. We are going to be giving away a package to attend the prime main event on this voyage cruise. What's the buy-in of that event? Uh, it is an 1100, but there is also going to be a 5K main event, a 10K high roller, and a 100K super high roller. So a 1K, 5K, a 10K, and a 100K, all available. There will be 20-plus cash tables as well. Wow. We'll be giving away an all-inclusive package right here on the Only Friends podcast to one lucky listener. Nice. Are we going? I don't know yet. We'll I don't know, but it, that's like, uh, I think it's like 5K in value. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Like 4K you get, you, so you get a chance to win a whole bunch of money because you're obviously getting the free buy-in and Correct. you're getting an entire vacation out of the whole thing too. So yeah. no matter what, you're going to have a good time. You get to go to the Grand Cayman Islands in Bimini wow. where, where Landon chose to stay on the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. you, you, get to, you get to pal around the Bahamas a little bit yeah. and then try to win a whole bunch of fucking money. And if you have willpower, there's a 24-hour gym there, too. Okay. 24-hour gym is nice. 24-hour gym is nice. There's also cookies. There is a lot of cookies. There's like a dessert section. Is there a 24-hour buffet or something like that? Those situations, super easy for me not to cheat. Why? See, you just make things up when you do and don't want Mm. dessert. He doesn't understand, LaManna. He just doesn't understand. I know, but I thought we were off this He doesn't understand. Because... It's not on my person. It's not in my cabin. Right. I, I would actually have to go yes. to the buffet. Right. Yeah, but you'll yes. be there at some point. Yeah, but probably. I can, it's, no, it's, it's, I'm, I'm just there for food, and like I get to make a choice yeah. in that moment and never yeah, revisit yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's different. I Imagine agree. having to make the choice every time you walk to the fridge. Right. If you're like just sitting like in your bed, watching Naked and Afraid, mm-hmm. and you just, in the back of your God, mind. Get out of those, my head, man. Those Lamanna. cookies are just sitting they're just sitting on the counter right they're just sitting there collecting they're dust still there. you know what and begging then, to be right, I was gone. two hours later you didn't hear anybody walk through the kitchen so you know they're still there uh-huh. i was gone mm-hmm. for two yeah. weeks you know what? maybe yeah. i'll just go out and i'll just look at them yeah. let me just take a, let me take a little sniff let me, let me see. Nice, nice, i was uh, you know i'll just have one because if i have one it's not that big of a deal. all right one you know what oh well, now i had one i might as well just eat the rest of the box you think i barter with myself <laughs> i don't no you don't I the don't. second i say okay i'm gonna eat this you i know. i'm committed that's good, that's good. There, there probably was a point in your life where you did oh for sure right? and, and now, it's worse but, but now you you've accepted that if once you eat one the whole box is it was gone. worse when i used to barter with myself yeah, of course because not only would i eat everything that existed there right, but then probably, i would drive lie, right then i would drive to go um, get more fucking cookies yeah. and you probably while you're bartering with yourself you definitely you're lying to yourself all the way oh through. yeah yeah a lot of a lot of guilt i was given cookies Shame. from uh played every so you were given a lot more than cookies i was given a lot and i was gone for two weeks yes and mm-hmm. i say oh there should be some stuff in my room no you fucking weasel i left you the chocolate covered cherries i don't I even look at what isn't isn't around anymore but you're a weasel uh all of the all of the moose knuckle popcorn is gone mm. all of the dark chocolate is moose gone knuckle popcorn sounds so good <laughs> it sounds sexual uh, nah, it just seems like it was like caramel. Anyways, yeah. dark you chocolate. had to make a conscious decision to go into my room and take it. Oh yeah, and l- let me tell you the way that that worked too. Uh, I was trying to ration it. <laughs> there were chocolate covered pretzels and everything. So like, as I, if I wouldn't know that you that you opened things that I didn't open. Oh, I didn't care if you knew. Yeah. Oh, good. You didn't take the microphone for the podcast. This was your punishment, as far as I was concerned. 
You can rationalize it however you want. I wasn't That's rationalizing That's none of my concern anything. either. I, so I would walk in because, you know, I, I like a little snack before I go to the gym. And I'm like, what better time to, you know, really pump up the insulin than before the gym? So I walk in and I would take like a you handful. Absolute donuts. handful of chocolate-covered pretzels and I'd eat them, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go, you know, get and some. And I eat them right. He was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you eat them. And like, I'm eating them one at a time as I'm walking to the kitchen. It's like, okay, I'm going to make my pre-workout shake and you know, get a little palate cleanser. And then before I could drink any water, my brain would just say, we need a little more of that. Yeah. So I would turn right around and walk back into the room (laughs) and get another handful. And then I would repeat that process for like three times until I was completely disgusted with myself. And I was like, we can eat the rest later. (laughs) So then I would just go work out and I'd come back later and try to fight it as long as I could. And then I'd just be like, all that stuff right before a workout. Before workouts, fine. After the workouts when it's bad. It's, I feel like if I ate a whole bunch of sugar right before, like a whole bunch of like, just bad food before I uh, get you going. Yeah, maybe yeah, really get you going. It's the willpower you need to keep going, right? <sighs> yeah. I usually work out on an empty stomach. Well, we buried the lead long enough. Let's talk about this uh, big hand that Wait, I played there's a today. Lead? Yeah, I played hmm. a big pot today. There's a lead. Oh. Uh, oh, I thought it was Negreanu, uh getting a new house. No, no one cares. <laughs> He's rich. R- rich people get more rich things. Yeah, Congratulations. can I stay there, please? No. I mean, please okay. adopt Landon. Take him with you. You got two huskies coming we, with you. We did show you your backyard for about a half second. That is true. He's a small dog kind of guy. Uh, I might have paid for that backyard today because I oh, won myself quite a little hefty bounty. You won more. A hefty bounty. You won more a than little you booty. lost yesterday. I did. That's nice. I, did. I won. That's, that's nice. I won about thirty-three percent more than I lost yesterday, which is nice. Oh, nice. Uh, almost a six-figure day. So, the I had two big spots. One. Uh, I need to kind of review and figure out what the hell was going on. Oh, it might be, be reasonable. It might not. I'm not sure. But basically it was uh, under the gun opens. I three bet cutoff button. Who's a very good player. Cold four bets under the gun. Cold calls. I have two black Jack or sorry. I have the Jack of hearts. Jack of spades. I call. I think I could probably. Wait, where was the four better? Sorry. Button. Okay. I think I could probably five bet with the dead money from under the gun, but we're really deep. So I just choose the call. We're like 400 blinds effective. And it comes 10, 7, 6, all spades. I have jack of spades, jack of hearts. So straight flush, 8, 9, obviously. Check, check, check. Turn, 10 of clubs. Checks to me. I bet 40%. Button calls, under the gun folds. River is like the deuce of diamonds. I check. And he just puts me in for three pots. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. This is, this is difficult. So I've mixed twice ever lifetime live. One was the 4-3 of hearts I had versus Polk on Bally's big bet where I mixed a call on the end and was wrong. He had Queens full. The other was today. And <laughs> I wasn't sure how often I was supposed to call, but I just thought it was like not very. I'm like, you gotta kinda cry call here with flushes. We're gonna call sometimes with a ten. And then, you know, full house is obviously like high five get it in. Yeah. Uh otherwise like everything else has to be like ten percent ish. So I, I rolled for 20%. Uh, <laughs> and nailed it, of course. No, no, oh. quite the opposite. Um, mm-hmm. So I did it by mixing my cards. And I was like, all right, if I look at the, the jack of spades uh, four times out of five, then I'm going to call. And the first one I look at is jack of hearts. The second one I look at is jack of hearts. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, fold. Oh, okay. Fire in the muck. All right. That was kind of nice. That would have been funny if you rolled a 20% for it. Called and then won, and, and, that's right. how, and that's how you won all your money. Um, honestly, it might, it might have changed everything in my life. That might have just been the end of it all. Like, oh my god, this is how you do I it. see so clearly yeah. now. I don't have to guess. Yeah, um, Matt, why is it a crying call with a flush? I mean, because you said it was 10, 10, 7, 6, deuce, right? 10, 7, 6, all spades, 10, deuce. And uh, I don't think he has any full houses, I think he has quads. Um, and he, like, if I have a flush, he never has a worse flush. No matter what flush I have, he never has a worse flush. Unless I have exactly five, four, well, sorry. Even if I have five, four spades, he never has a worse flush. Right? So, um, like, you know, if I have a hand, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what flushes I could possibly arrive here with. I think the worst one that I could possibly have would be, like, Sorry, the the worst, the best one you can. The worst good flush, the worst worst non nut flush I could have. Jack of spades. No, no, that's that's nuts. These are all nuts. Like he'll never have a. Like if I have ace jack of spades, what could he have? Yeah. King queen exactly, but why would that three x pot jam? It never gets called by worse. It's impossible. Right. 
I, I mean, maybe it's called by a 10 sometimes, but like there's no worse flushes is my point. Okay. So like uh, when he jams, the assumption is at a minimum he has the ace of spades in his hand. Right? Like, or maybe he's turning a 10 into a bluff. He could be turning like ace 10 of hearts, I guess, into a mm -hmm. bluff. Um, but, you know, I, I'd probably just call most, if not all ace of my spades, flushes. Ace of spades, 10 hearts. No, he doesn't have that in four bet. No, he doesn't. Definitely not. Um, so yeah, it's like it's it's difficult to to see the bluffs, and on top of that, it's like if you give me a hand like King Nine of Spades, for instance, uh, he never has he never has Queen Eight, right? So he never has a worse flush uh, unless it's exactly Queen Jack, which would be like suicide to jam. Mm. So even when I'm calling like second nut flush where I block the straight flush, it doesn't really matter. I'm only hoping to see bluffs. So you just don't be value, ever. Even when you call like ace-deuce of spades somehow, you're just not going to beat value. Um, so it's kind of just like a cry call spot where you're going to mix with everything that's not a full house, I think. Uh, but flushes are going to call frequently, tens are going to call a little less frequently, and then over pairs with a spade are going to be most infrequent. So I just, you know, rolled really low, folded. He claimed he had it, but I think he would have said that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so much ace of spade king and the line's yeah. like so weird where it's like are you checking back the nut flush on the flop I mean if you have ace king of spades it kind of makes sense too yeah yeah cause then what do you have like yeah what do you get called by yeah. but then why jam river like kind of same thing you're just hoping I have exactly queen jack of spades like I still have you know sevens sixes for full houses that call uh, eight nine of spades I certainly have anyway that hand happened wasn't fun. Landon checked out because he thinks King Queen of Spades jams for value on the river. I'm just, I just can't have this argument twice. I can't do it. You, you got it. Uh, you got it, buddy. He's just really sure that that hand wants to play for 300% pot. Landon's just yeah. mad that you, you said uh, you never mix and then you mixed. Yeah, Fucking donut. that part's true too. You yelled at Landon. I laughed really hard when you called me a donut. You uh, are one. Guapo, Guapo walked in the office and he goes, do we have guests today? I'm like, no. He goes, there's three dudes here and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wait, my nephew's here with his friends. I forgot they landed. Where are they at now? They didn't. Uh, I'm not sure. They probably they went, went out. To, yeah. Yeah, somewhere. Uh, and landing goes. What about the flood? <laughs> they, they Ubered. They're fine. Somebody else's problem. Turn around. Don't drown. Landon just replies and goes, you fucking donut. <laughs> I started dying laughing. I'm what like, what kind of insult <laughs> is that? It's from Hell's Kitchen. Take oh, no, it's great. So good. What oh, are you? Donut. An idiot sandwich. Yeah, uh, it's just piece like, of, piece how often of, do you uh, get called a donut? Probably right. never. It sounds delicious. Yeah, it's like, sounds it's so definitely right a UK. Put a donut like a, in front of them. And it's like a UK wow, insult for sure. <laughs> um, so the big hand that ends up happening... It's the, like saying you Muppet. No, oh, no, Muppet is a clear insult to me. Yeah. You know, you're a stuffed thing with no brain. Um, but anyway, the big hand that happened was uh, the last 10 minutes of the session or so, we were playing five-handed, getting ready to break. And this pot happened where same person who opened under the gun previously and cold called. He's he's very loose pre. That's really the only read that I, I kind of need to give. He opens off of 60k. Sorry, my apologies. Uh, very tight reg opens high uh, cutoff. Vulture one. Uh, yeah. All right, fine. Uh, he, he's vulture s territory. Anonymous vulture. He opens off of 20k. Vulture adjacent. He opens off 20k in like the a, cutoff. Like a crow. He's like a. He opens off 20k in the cutoff to 300. Uh, bro who's too loose, three bets button to 1k. Uh, very good, solid, tight reg. Cold four bet small blind off of 20. Or Every sorry, hand you play is off four of 16k. Because you guys are so deep. Well, we're deep and we're playing shorthanded. Yeah. Uh, so he cold four bets small blind off of 16k to uh, 3,500. And I have kings in the big. Wow. So I make it 7,500. What are effective stacks? Small Infinite? blind has 16K. Button has 60K. I cover both. 60K is 600 big blinds, right? Yes. Sorry. So it goes 301 k 3,500, 7,500. Cold call by the button. Jam for 16,1 from the small blind. This is a back raise? Well, no, he was the four no, better. Yeah, oh, the okay. four better jam, right? Yeah, and now I have a decision to call or re-iso. So, if I call, there's going to be or fold. No, just kidding. Please, 
so if I call, there's going to be like <laughs> 500 big blinds in the pot. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, like 500 big blinds in the pot. Button's obviously never folding. Right. And we're going to have like one pot behind, give or take. Uh, if I rejam, I just fold out his range and get trapped by aces some tiny frequency. So I decide to call because I don't care if he sees a flop. He's just extremely pocket pair dense and sometimes has ace king and like yellows it in my face and I just snap him off. Yeah. But like, don't think he really has much, if any, ace high. Uh, it's almost exclusively like nines, tens, jacks, and queens. Yeah. And don't ever want to let him off the hook. You're just, yeah. And like, if it comes ace high, you just don't care. Don't care. Cause right. like, I don't think I'm ever against an ace. Yeah. And uh, it's probably just going to like check, check, and I can potentially get value on later streets or he'll just fold whatever right. it doesn't really matter yep. basically the spr is going to be so low moving forward i think this is like really critical to get this right when people are too loose pre right because like that entire range should have just folded after my cold five bet like i would just fold queens and worse period uh, that depth like you, you're just not making any money um but once it chooses to continue by cold calling 75 big blinds you can't let him off the hook right you just gotta find ways to try to stack them so I call, he calls. Now there's 50K in the main pot or 48K in the main pot. And we have uh, like 55,000 effective behind. Flop comes six, four, three, two clubs. I do not have the king of clubs. Nice. So I go, uh, I go like just shy of 2E. I thought it was 35%, but I think it was closer to 40 given stack depths. Uh, and I bet... 17.5 into 48 or whatever. He calls. Now there's 82,000 in the total pot and he has like uh, 43, 44 behind. So I basically have like half pot bet behind instead of... You have a jam on basically any queen. Instead of 30. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Quite too, yeah. yeah, yeah. Turns the queen of clubs. Which is like the one weird card where it's like when I jam... Worse doesn't ever call. Yeah. I mean, jacks with a club. I think he just folds. He's just dead to kings and aces with a club. Yeah. Like, my, my range is so goddamn transparent like at this point. the pot's just so huge. Who cares for you? Yeah. What can you do? Yeah, I think I probably should shove to deny the equity to his single club hand, which is just going to be, like, jacks and tens with a club. But honestly, I had also, like, just told myself I was going to check fold if he jammed. Because, like, bro just has queens. Like, always. So I check. He checks back. River's an offsuit deuce. Jacks or tens of the club? Yeah, of course. I could probably just jam for value there. I, I just didn't. I just didn't think I would get called and he goes check, check. And he has jacks with the jack clubs. Mm. Nice. So yeah, kind of think I missed the turn jam. I mean, but like, I think exploitatively, I probably could just check fold versus turn jam. Also, like, I don't know if I'm even winning the main. Right? So like, I'm kind of jamming... It's a weird spot because uh, I think that's more of a, a more of a reason to shove turn instead of planning to check fold versus the two combos that beat you because it's important for me to stack jacks with the jack of clubs if he has it. Um, well, it's like he could also have kings with the king of clubs on free roll me. Like there's a lot of annoying aspects to this. Anyway, the whole point I'm trying to get at is like trying to get as much money in the side pot as possible in case I'm against pocket queens for for the main. Mm -hmm. uh, from the third all-in player because the main pot's 50k the side pot's only 35 at this point Yeah. so I'm only going to break even in the hand dragging the side I mean or he could have aces too yeah he could also have yeah. just have aces just have me dead right somehow I scoop I scoop the whole fucking thing yep it ship it to Sherbert baby and <sighs> uh, and we racked we racked shortly thereafter that's nice yeah nice to win those ones right at the end of the it's session it's nice to quit uh, you know what I stopped caring about this but when I got fewer seats I used to be like really emotional about being upstuck. Hand yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Why? Just like I think we just have to jam the turn and just like live with it. Yeah, but it's, like, it's so many big blinds. Yeah, but like it's, it's not like five hundred. But like big it's blinds. not. You, you can't look at big blinds in your game anymore. It's mm, not big blinds. I mean, it's not real. You still got no. It's not real. You don't play. It's not big blinds. Well, you're never being bluffed at this at this depth. You're playing s, but you're playing SPR games. You're not playing big blind I games. I get that. You're, I not do playing, you're not playing big blind games. It's I, like triple what the big I blind is. I agree with you, except for these unique situations where, where <laughs> ranges... There's always a reason. 
Well, when Rangers are completely devoid of bluffs, it changes things. But, like, he could just maybe have, like, ace-king with the club. Yeah, which I should deny. I agree. But, like, also, like, I have no bluffs. But, like, I would you just... did that by calling the five bet. Who? Or you, did that, you did that by, like, not letting the other guy off the hook. Right, I know I capped myself. That's the point. So you, it doesn't matter if you have bluffs or not. You've decided you don't care about that, well, which is fine. I have decided I don't care about that, but now my, my jam only functions as trying to get him to fold. That's, yeah, you're just denying. Right, it's just to deny equity at that point. Denial mm -hmm. is good in this spot. <laughs> which is maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe I didn't prioritize denying. Well, like or, Phil or Locke no. invented upstick? Like he had 11 outs that like, I didn't deny. Here's the other aspect of it. I didn't know if I had the king of clubs or not. Can I throw something at you? I probably should have looked. You don't know what fucking card you have? Man, it's gonna, man's head's gonna explode. I knew I had a black what king. What the fuck you has? What the fuck you has? I knew I had a black king. Yeah. Oh, so just randomize for it, right? You cunt. <laughs> you donut. You fucking donut. I knew I, I knew I had a black king for He's sure. Just like, I don't know what to do. I don't even know if I had the right card or not. Well, no, it wasn't that. It was just if I do have the king of clubs. In these I, high equity spots, you have to be very precise with your decisions. <laughs> Fuck I, you. If I have the king of clubs, I don't need to protect first anything. He's dead. Like, I want he's, it to come a club. He's still now. not dead. No, he's dead. He you has two eight, outs. You could, you could just have ace he, of clubs he X. He cannot, though. Why? Because he peels the flop. He can just have ace king with a, ace of Bro, clubs. Bro, he called 16,000 or 17,500 on the flop. Yeah. On six, four, th no, man. Why not? Why can't you just have queens? I could have queens, and he's not going to peel with ace, king, one club. Ace, king, ace of clubs. No. You, have the, you apparently have the king of clubs. Bro, no. Maybe. What do you mean? No, it's, it's like not an unreasonable float. You could just have ace, king. I mean, I guess. It's not the most unreasonable. It's not a big blind game. Come on, It's not man. a big blind game. It's an SPR game. Ace King does not Ace King for him might just jam if he has like the King of Clubs because you might have Ace of Clubs act. Like he might right. have flush draws. Right, but he didn't jam. So he didn't jam. <laughs> so he probably did not get to the turn with a single club. You, unless honestly, it's a pair. You know what? I, I, look, I, as, as someone invested emotionally and financially invested in this game, the fucking music yeah, no, on. he needs to cut the music because it's trying to get nasty in here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Don't cut the music. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like. It's not about big blinds where if this guy, I honestly kind of like the masochist to me wanted a club to come and he just says jacks to the club and you sit here like a fucking idiot. You're like, I should have just jammed the turn. Yeah, I, I'm not. No, once the club came, then he would have looked back, saw that he had the club. And... No, I did not have the club. Oh, you did not have the no. club. No. Oh, I'm not yeah. debating whether or not I, I should shove for denial. <gasps> I'm saying that if I have the king of clubs, there's really no reason to jam. I should just like continue to 2E or like, something What do you do like with that. ace, king, ace of clubs? Uh, not play it. I would just... I would never play ace-king offsuit in this manner from pre-flop on. Like, just no shot. I would have just re-jammed pre. I, I don't have ace-king in this range. I can tell you that right now. I just don't. I don't have ace-king and I don't have jacks. I have exactly queens plus. You have queens, kings. Queens, kings, and aces, aces and that's yeah. it. That That's just it. I'm not going to... I'm not letting anything out of the bag here. <laughs> like, my call there is very clearly attempting to trap a worse hand. Mm -hmm. And that's just that's just that. Yeah. Well, now you're playing an ace-king-queen game where you don't have a he, queen for the other guy. He, he did trap a worse hand. Yeah. For 17-5. Like, he didn't bluff you with it, though. Right. And I told you he won't. Like, that's what... You right. say it's not a big blind game, but when pots reach a thir certain threshold, mm -hmm. you know, you play pretty honest mm -hmm. poker. Yeah. No. Whether, whether you want to or not. Right. There isn't anything do. devious going on here. Yeah. Especially when the side pot's still smaller than the main. Real rocket men find ways to win. Man, this is so I think you just have to jam though. What if he can just have ace queen? I'm, I'm agreeing with my. He can have ace queen backdoor? No. Bro, no. No. How would he call the flop, Back man? Come it's, on. Not, it's not a bad price. Yes, it is. It's a dry side. He doesn't even know if he's beating the guy all yeah. in. You can't peel these hands. He's literally calling 16,000 to win zero. No, not zero. Well, to win 16,000, I yeah. guess. When, right. And then maybe to win some percentage of 48,000. Right. Like, yeah. he has no pair, no draw, yeah. bro. Yeah, it's Come not on. like they're heads up. Also, he doesn't cold call $7,500 five bet with ace-queen. Ace queen but what's the right. difference between ace-queen suited and jacks? Nothing but, like, everything in their mind. Sets are worth a lot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, they don't want it to come ace high and not know what to do. Right. The funny thing is, though, to Landon's point, like, his, his, mind, his mind pre-flop is I'm going to call Jax to make a set. 
And then it just comes six high, and he finds himself calling seventeen thousand dollars. <laughs> right. So where are we where are we drawing the line? Well, I'm not disagreeing with you that my hand could shove prote for protection. I agree. I'm saying if I have kings with the why king, why don't we just shove the flop then? Because then he definitely folds. Yeah. Why? Because I don't have tens. You can have ace king. It's more profitable to go two e. I yeah, mean, but he'll just like fold. Right. Like if I have ace king of clubs, right. he's just gonna shake my hand to... and say like, "Congratulations right. on your one combo that you jammed." When it comes to six on the turn, Berkey jams. Right. Yeah. Does he call? Probably, maybe, probably not. Maybe not. Probably not. But he might. But like you're, he might roll for it. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing that I can shove my my hand for protection. I'm saying if I have kings with the king of clubs, I don't need to jam. Yeah. Like I can just keep milking him. I can bet like 8k. Or just check and be terrified of fucking queens and hope it goes check check, and then bet 8k on the river. Mm-hmm. You probably do bet. You probably do have a river bet. Yeah, I think so too. I I, I mean I think he's disciplined enough to fold. Like, people who play too many hands are pretty good at knowing the strength of their hand whenever they they face a river bet for, you know, a lot of dollars, well, but not a lot of percentage of pot. You could think that you have ace-king and yeah, the yeah, other yeah. guy we has ace-king. We could definitely play that, that game, I'm sure. And if I bet AK on the river, I probably get it paid some percentage of the time. Mm -hmm. But I also might just, you know, get fuck you jammed in my face. And yeah, you don't want that. We'll live. So people are playing honest poker, but now at some point they're finding ways to jam on you with jacks with the club. Well, I just can't predict randomness. I don't know what randomly happens. I just know that through a check, I'm more equipped to make a good decision. <laughs> Raising children network, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna do it for us today. No, there's so <laughs> much bullshit. There's so much logical inconsistency that I'm not dealing with right now because what, it's Friday. What do you yep. want? What do you want to talk about? I don't later? want to talk about anything anymore. Nope, you got it, buddy. Go. You got it. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today, guys. Best in the world, champ! <laughs> now, you, now you have a little insight of what I have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. But you have to deal with it! I have to figure out whether or not you have the king of clubs! I might have to revoke this 5% that I've given the kid. He no. doesn't even fucking play poker anymore. I don't ever get this 5% paid back. I, I do play poker. Ever since right. the World Series ended, I'm just sitting here on an island paying him dollars every single day. Jeez. I had a fucking great brutal. day today. Absolutely brutal. We will be back Monday... I think we're going to be the morning time Monday. It's just going to depend on uh, the Bellagio game and all the things that come with it. Need more hands where you don't know what half of your whole cards are. <laughs> Landon will be taking care of the run of show for Monday. I promise you that. So no. be sure to stay tuned for a spicy episode next week. What do I have planned? Oh, man. We'll be back then. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. We'll see you. Peace. Bye.